All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. Good day, everybody. How you doing? All right, we got a special guest in the building, uh, the great Mr. Anthony Nunn. Welcome to the podcast. This is your first time, right? No, second. Second time? Yeah, second. Oh, okay, yeah, you have been on here. Okay. Second. I remember. Okay, so this is the first time we have you for the whole show. Oh, second. Okay, and nice. We might, we might need to... Introduce him correctly. No, yeah. Anthony's a borderline Hall of Famer. He's definitely oh, he's probably, definitely Hall of Famer. He's definitely going to probably get a nomination this year. Yeah. I, I, I definitely probably see today that he definitely gets a nomination this year. So at least a nomination. He don't got to necessarily make it. But yeah. can we get a nomination? We don't get no love on Houston. You see all that? Uh, all the nominations on the uh, I have yes. on the Houston page, but yeah. we don't get we don't get no love over here. We got the best athletes in the world. Yeah, man. We, we definitely definitely disrespect. So let's introduce this guy, correct? Possibly. Uh, Hall of Fame nominee here, yeah. Mr. Anthony. Yeah. All you want to say is last name. He just go by Anthony. How we just go by Kobe? Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he just go, go by. We just go by Anthony, man. Okay, Anthony. We have a, a great segment for you coming up later on, but we got some a couple things to recap. We want to get your perspective uh, from each one of these games. So we're uh, we're recapping Week Eight. First game of the night was my game, Never Scared versus Heat Check. Uh, we got the brakes beat off of us, uh, yeah. 114 to 97. Now, Heat Check, uh, that was the first time we actually scored over 80 points. Yeah. It was second time over 80, first time over 90. Uh, Never Scared has, has scored over 100 points. That was the fifth game in a row, right? Yeah. Fifth game in a row. Uh, Sean Dre had the, the, the game of the night, he had 40 points. Yeah. Uh, he was absolutely torched in defense. I came, I came in the second quarter, and he picked up where he left off. I think yeah. he had like close to twenty at, at the end of the first. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was getting busy. He was, I mean, he's good. Like, like who's I, guarding him? I, <laughs> I think it was a nice combination of, of multiple guys. Okay. Uh, uh, Smiles had him for a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, they jumped out there, Cody. It, it, it was a nice collection of guys. Uh, Gutter probably should have had him the majority yeah. of the time, but uh, I don't. I only saw him pick him up maybe a few times in the second half, but definitely um, it was a close game. I think the fourth quarter when they put y'all away. Yeah, it uh, was you say close. they got the brakes beat off y'all, but you, it was actually a close game through three quarters, and then the fourth quarter they kind of pulled away from you guys, which means you guys probably it was forty five forty five at half. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys probably don't need to score. 90 yeah, points. we don't. Because that means we're not playing on defense. Yeah, that means you guys are playing defense. That's probably you guys calling cards. Why you guys are in so many games. You're so many games are close. So I think you guys actually played them well through three, and they just pulled away from their talent with Jalen and uh, Mr. D. Jones, Chandra. They kind of pulled away from you in the fourth there. Yeah, Jalen came in late in the second half. He still uh, scored 29 points. Yeah, I think all 29 was on me. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he uh, he definitely got going. Uh, one thing I will take away from this game, not to make excuses, we did not have Jeff. We did not have Merch. Yeah. Merch is our rim protector. Jeff is our best on-ball defender. So when you got me, Merch, and Jeff out there, it's gonna, that's where the defense is going to come in. Right. Uh, so we had no rim protection. Uh, Sean Dre was just – he was finger rolling at the rim every yeah. time. Wasn't even getting close to being contested. Um, I thought we moved the ball well. I thought Smiles had it going. Uh, but – like I said, we just couldn't get no stops. Uh-huh. So. I mean, couldn't get stops. And then, uh, like you said, Jeff and Merch probably make up 17 points. Yeah. Uh, so this game is even probably closer than that, you know. But uh, Smiles did have it going. Cody played well uh, as far as scoring the ball. Mm. But, again, you just guys just couldn't get no stops. And your best two defenders yeah. were in there. So that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, the second game of the night, a condensed game. Uh, Young Hogs won 60-36. to 36. 
Another blowout. So that means another one is the third team in Ultimate Hoops Houston history Ouch. to go winless in a season. Doesn't happen very often. Ouch. But it happened. Uh, this was a tough season for them. I, you know what? When you really think back, when you date back to last season, they have not recovered from that loss in against the, the Bullets. Yeah, in playoffs. Ever since that loss, they have not looked the same. They haven't looked the same. Uh, they struggled that night um, last season, the spring season, against the Bullets. Mm-hmm. Bullets pulled out a close one against them in the playoffs. And you're right. They just came into this season. And, and let me just tell you like this. Anthony's team is good. Like he's alive. Mm-hmm. Never scared is good. The, just call it what it is. The league got a lot better. I think the league got a lot better, and they were probably the same. Mm-hmm. They were the team whose roster didn't change, that changed the least out of all the teams. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, the roster kind of changed a lot. Well, Anthony's roster didn't change either. Um, but y'all, if anything, y'all lost a player more than anything else. But they, their roster stayed the exact same. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, and the league got that much better, and they got drove, you know. And unfortunately, you know, there will probably be some changes going into that roster next year, going next season. But they got beat up on and Probably. <laughs> better, better be some changes. <laughs> they, would do, they would do well in, in Cypress. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think they would. They would yeah, yeah with Shaquay, no one, no, no one over there can cover Shaquay. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be tough. Um Okay, so with the Young Hawks getting that win, they went to three and five, which means the Bullets had to win yeah, to uh, their game to to get in, and they did not. They came up short, sixty seven to sixty four. Uh, tough, tough blow for the Bullets. I did predict this, um, so let's just say I was ahead of the curve just a little bit. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised with this, and and not to not to kick the Bullets water down, but I saw something in the Bullets. I think after we beat them. Yeah, they because they were up the entire game, mm-hmm. and then they literally blew the game in the fourth quarter. After that, I saw that that this, that that team didn't have it. They weren't going to at some point. That was going to be in the back of their mind psychologically. They needed to win that game against us, not only to make the playoffs, but for them to have the psyche they needed moving forward to be successful, uh, or even possibly make a playoff run. They never recovered from that game after that loss. They were one and five after that loss. I'm no, they were they were zero and four after the loss. But you know, coming into that game, yeah, they they finished one and five. After I want to say they beat another one. That might have been it. Did they beat anybody else after that? After they lost to y'all? Oh, they did beat another one. They beat another one. I think. Yeah. That's, so that's that was so yeah. So one and five after that loss. Yeah, that was right. it. And that's tough because they came in looking like one of the better top three teams. Yeah. And they. They were in a lot of close games. They just can't finish games. It just is what it is. And I will say this. To uh, to Larry's credit, credit, me and Larry were texting. Man, a, a big blow, man. Reed got hurt. Yeah. And they were, up, they were up by 11 points. And after he went down, that was it. Because he was putting the pressure on him. He kept scoring. Yeah. He had a matchup at mid-range, post. He kept scoring. But I guess he banged knees or something, and yeah. it just went down. I and that think was he it. was telling that he felt like his uh his hamstring tightened up real bad on him. Oh, it was the hamstring. Yeah, oh, you can't you can't do that. Yeah. I know that yeah, feeling. Yeah, it tightened up real bad on him, and he he felt it pulling. That it it was a a quick move away from completely giving out. So, um, is Reed the guy with the beard? beard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the lumberjack. Yeah, he saw Bronny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he was he was getting busy. He was cooking and um. I can say down the stretch, and I'm looking at that team, that Bullets team, for whatever reason, they can't finish games. Yeah. I'm not sure why, whether it's free throws, 
big plays, layups, open shots, whatever it is, they can't finish games. They literally people. unraveled at the end. Yeah. Like we saw it just right before our very eyes, and that was very, and very tough to watch. It's kind of a microcosm of their whole season. Where they, they're in games. or and Like I say, in this case, I think they were even up 16 in this one. Yeah, they were big. They were big. You know, they jumped on and I told Verge on the side. It's like, you know, uh, see you in the finals. They, they don't have enough to yeah. uh, finish this game. And it ended up being the other way around. Okay. Um, so, Bomb Squad versus Lake Houston Live. And you're going to have more perspective on this game. Uh, you guys got the win. Verge had some very, very strong comments uh, on the podcast last week about your team. He said that he didn't think that Lake Houston Live would recover after what he saw against Never Scared. So what do you have to say uh, to the naysayers about your team uh, and, and your perseverance? It happens to the best of us. Okay. Okay, we, we started out slow, as we have been doing in the past. Yeah. And just last week, we just couldn't recover from starting off slow. We started off slow again. It's a good team. Yeah, we started off slow again last Thursday. And, you know, we was able to apply pressure, keep it going. But you learn you learn from those. Mm-hmm. Well, we can see. You came in this week against a very good team again mm-hmm. uh, in Bomb Squad, who, I mean – if Bomb Squad gets it together, they might be able to make a lot of noise in the playoffs, actually. Yeah. And you guys went out there and defeated them. And they had three big guys out the game. Yeah. You, <laughs> that's you, the you, whole you, team out the game. You missed Dante, Brian, and Alvin. <laughs> and Alvin, yeah, three I mean, scores. That, that's, 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 that might be about 60 points. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So, yeah. uh, I mean, they considering that happened with them, you guys took care of business still. Mm-hmm. I mean, with what they had out there, with the noise they could possibly make in the playoffs, you guys pretty much set yourself up to where you don't have to face them in the first round yeah. because they were looking at possibly getting a, a, a possible three seed, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, with a win. So, um, shout out to you guys taking care of your business still. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, 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 like Shelby said, man, sometimes he just – I got to try to find ways to get Shelby motivated early because mm-hmm. he, he's not – He's just not motivated early unless unless somebody gets him going. Yeah, yeah. Then once somebody gets him going, it's like okay, now he's going. It's over. So <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna I'm send him a text saying, "Man, somebody's talking trash about you." There you go. <laughs> just to get him going. <laughs> hey, he, he's one of the tougher covers. Yeah. That I've seen in both leagues. Absolutely. Being that he's six 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 seven left handed. Yeah. And can handle the ball. Handle the route. Yeah. He gets to the basket at will. Whenever he wants. Sometimes he be move. I'm like. Moving in slow motion out here, and people yeah. still can't keep a stand in front of them. I agree. I agree. One tough covers, and that's why he's in the MVP ballot area. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our top performance for week eight. Uh, votes were in, and D Jones, mm-hmm. aka Sean Dre, uh, he got a top performance of the week. He finished with 40 points, uh, as we discussed earlier, uh, four rebounds. Two assists. He shot 64% uh, from the field, 80% from the free throw line, and finished with a PPR of 33.9. He was a tough cover uh, throughout the game. Um, That was tough. I mean, I guess, guess, was Smiles holding him? Uh, Smiles got a good portion of the 40. Uh, I would say he got about 25 of it. Yeah, about two thirds of it. <laughs> he got about two thirds of it. I mean, Smiles tried to score a little bit back, but I mean, it he didn't. Probably, he didn't quite cancel him out. No, he didn't quite cancel him out though. Yeah. Forty is forty. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, the impressive thing about it, the efficiency. I mean, he went fourteen to twenty-two. Mm. 
So, I mean, he scored 40, but he wasn't missing a lot. So I don't remember him missing. Yeah. And then, like I said, he went 13, 12, 15 from the free throw line. So, I mean, that's tough. Yeah. That's real tough. Yeah, he shot more free throws than the whole team. I put it like this. I've seen guys. Home cooking, huh? <laughs> the home cooking there? I see, but I mean, he was being extremely aggressive, though. Yeah. Attacking yeah. around. I guess. So, um, like I said, his 40 was a. Um, the nice part of his 40 was it was a 40 that hurt y'all. Like I put it like this. He could have went, he scored 40 and went four, 14 for 35 shooting, and that might have hurt the team. Yeah. He went 14 for 22 shooting. And what, 12, 15 from the free throw line? Yeah. Kills y'all. It's hard to come back from that. I don't remember him missing free throws either, but, you know, see, here nor there. They're <laughs> coming that fast, you just don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it just, it keeps, and one, and one, and one every time. Okay. All right, let's move on and to no our. Threes. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, no threes, 0 for 4. Yeah. Still have 40. Still have 40. Mm. Impressive. Could have got 50. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our predictions. Uh, we're in the playoff predictions. This is the fun part uh, of playoffs. Ultimate Hoops. So, playoffs, we got our quarterfinal matchup. We got the number three seed versus the number six seed in the four or five matchup. Uh, we'll get to yours in just a second, Anthony. Heat check versus Bomb Squad. This is going to be an interesting, interesting game because in week eight, Lake Houston, sorry, not Lake Houston, Bomb Squad. We're missing Dante and Brian. Yeah. And my team, Heat Check, we're missing Jeff and Merchant. So we really don't know, you know, what uh, what our team looks like at full strength as of late. The last, what, two weeks, we haven't had all our guys? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Bomb Squad, they probably had all their guys maybe once. Maybe one time. So it's crazy now that they may end up having the whole squad. For the playoffs. For the playoffs. That's usually how it goes. Though. Yeah. And... <sighs> I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. It's yeah. gonna be. Uh, I see a couple highlights, a couple dunks, yeah, a couple blocks, a couple defensive stops, a lot of scoring, a lot of scoring. I, I think this game's gonna come down to, considering that y'all have two of the better defenders, y'all have the rim, probably the best rim protector, and maybe the best on ball defender. Mm-hmm. It's gonna come down to how many stops you guys can get, because bomb squad score. Bomb squad score. They definitely can. And so, can you and guys... They, and they got some added pieces that can score. They, exactly. So, can you guys get enough stops mm-hmm. uh, down the stretch of, game, of the game to be able to beat bomb squad? And they could just beat you in so many ways. They could beat you on the outside and the inside. Granted, you have the best rim protector and the best private permanent defender. Can that cancel out? What bomb squad brings to the table, being able to score on the inside and outside. I think it comes down to boxing out, uh, because what's been all, all our Achilles heel, and it it really works my nerves uh, when Merch or Jeff gets a, a clean block. Nobody gets the ball. Nobody gets it. Everybody's looking. Oh, nice block. No, no, no. Let's get the rebound, secure right. the possession, and go the other way. Right. We get so fascinated by the block that we forget that we're still playing a game. Right. And that, that really, really irritates me about our team because we're so good defensively, but those mental lapses end up hurting us. And you can't do that in the playoffs. Absolutely not. I mean, it's, it's going to be close, man. I, I, it's going to be a very interesting game. Hopefully the whole squad comes, shows up, takes care of their business. Merch, if you need a ride, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> then you know. You might need to go ahead and call him now. <laughs> <laughs> so I got you, dog. Yeah, so it, it's going to be very inter- very interesting game tomorrow. I'm going to choose personally. I'm getting a bomb squad. Of course. 
I'm not. Why am I not surprised? I'll get the ball squad away. And it's no look. You guys gave my respect. You say that every you week. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> you say this every week. I like you guys, but I'm yeah. not gonna pick you. I, but I'm going to get the ball squad. Uh, eighty-six to eighty victory over you guys. You guys gonna hit that eighty mark? But I don't know if you can score enough mm. against this particular team. Okay. Um, I'm not mad at that. I actually like that because. You know, when we're, when we're doubted that I think we play better. Mm-hmm. When we're picked against, I think we play better. The one time you did pick us against the Young Hogs, we lost. <laughs> right. So, I mean, a heat check, I mean, I mean that's heat check. Yeah. So, I guess kind of expected. Um, so, I like it. Um, of course, obviously, I'm going to pick my team. I think it will be a game of possessions. Um, I think it's going to be similar how we've been all season. It's going to be in the 70s. Uh, I got us winning that game 76 to 73, one possession game. That means y'all going to get some stops then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Merch and Jeff make the difference. All right. Okay. Uh, Lake Houston Live versus Young Hogs. Anthony, why y'all going to win? Shit, we got two of the top players on one team. Mm-hmm. And Danny's obviously – one of the best bigs in the league, double yeah, double. No doubt. So I don't see nobody slowing him down. Well, I imagine um, Shannon will be on him. No, he's gonna have to be on him. Oh, he might try to put Tyler on him, but I don't know if Tyler could deal with that. No, okay. no, no. That's not gonna work. <laughs> That's not gonna work. Yeah. You gonna have to put Shannon on him. You have no choice. But who's gonna guard Shelby? That's the, that's the that's the issue I have with that matchup: Young Hogs versus Lake Houston. I, who's gonna guard Shelby? Shannon can't guard everybody. Shannon can't guard. I mean, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot. It's a lot of cross matches in that game. Yeah. Steady Eddie. Yeah. yeah. And then, then you got Eddie. Out Eddie there. coming out there, bulldozing everybody yeah, out I mean, there. You know, ISO Johnny can, but can ISO Johnny hold him for forty four minutes? It's gonna take a toll on his offense. Yeah, it's gonna take a toll on his offense. So mm-hmm. it's it's a tough matchup for him. And yeah. um, I think y'all beat him by almost forty. Shannon, time. Shannon didn't play, but, no, but this was no Shannon. Yeah. So with Shannon. That forty point blowout, that which you know, well, well, he's averaging thirty six. Well, Taylor's coming, so Taylor might be able to deal with Danny a little bit. No, but <laughs> put Shannon on him. <laughs> Listen to me, put Shannon on him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be it's a lot of cross matches that could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that since Lake Hughes is going to make them play defense, mm-hmm. Shannon's going to have to play defense. Johnny's going to have to take, play defense. That's going to take away. From their offense, mm-hmm. which why I would say I'd probably get Lake Houston the edge, and they're a veteran group. They've been here, you know what I'm saying. So they know how to win these games. I'm not sure if the Young Hogs. This is their first go round at a game of this significance. Yeah. So That's I'm not sure if they're ready to to be able to play up to that playoff mm-hmm. type feel and atmosphere. That's gonna come. I mean, at the end of the day. For whatever reason, playoffs are different. Oh, you know man, we've seen that. Yeah, the playoffs are different. Very. You know, guys come in, you know, and, and the intensity is different. Mm-hmm. The referees may even call it. I don't say they do, but they the game they do. may be called a they little do. bit different. They don't, they don't listen to the podcast. You they know? do. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely do. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, it's the intensity is it, just, just different in the playoffs. And I'm going to say that in those guys, they're a little bit more – Seasoned. Seasoned and mm-hmm. a little more prone to be able to handle that compared to the Young Hogs. What's your score? I'm not going to have them just completely annihilate them, though. I'm going to yeah. go I'm gonna go 90, 
to 81. Yeah, I was thinking around 10-point range with Shannon there, keeping the pressure. Uh, I'm going to go 93-83. Okay. Okay. All right, that was nice. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Did you do the four? Yeah, we did four. Yeah, we did four five. All right, so Anthony, uh, this segment will feature you. We're just going to uh, cover four points. I did give you a chance to preview, uh, get your cliff notes together. Um, we're going to start with uh, your career at Osman Hoops. Now, looking across the charts, this is looking off raw numbers because I've seen it in person, uh, you know, from, from uh, seasons past. Um, you are ranked 322 in points. That's out of 27,000 players. So you're in the top 10 percentile, yeah. I think, something like yeah. that. Um, 854 uh, rebounds, 570, uh, 359th ranked in assists, and then, you know, everything else don't really matter. Um, so you're in the top 1,000. Oh, and blocks too. Yeah, you're top uh, 300 in blocks. So you're in the top 1,000 in uh Five out of the six categories. So that's first ballot Hall of Fame uh, numbers to me. Yeah. I don't know what the qualification is over there. Maybe, you know, guys play a bunch of games. I mean, I guess that's how you get in. I don't know. But you did. You've, you're a 2,500-point score in less than 200 games, less than 150 games. So um, those numbers alone are just incredible. So I, just, describe, just describe your career averaging, let's see, how much you have for your career? What the average is that? Oh, 18. Oh, it seems like more. Oh, uh, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, <laughs> Cypress, bring your stuff down. Yeah. Yeah, because you play better over here, actually. Yeah. Um, so you're averaging 18 points a game for a career. Uh, shooting 83%. Your age from the free throw line. Uh, 48% from three. That's nuts. Which is crazy. Yeah, 50, that's I nuts. think you were at 50 before. Yeah, he's at 50 something. Yeah. <laughs> and you're averaging 51% uh, uh, from the field. Just describe your career. And I know you've had, you have a basketball resume, so this is not, you right. know, this is not your only, <laughs> you know, you, I know you have plenty more. But just describe your career uh, in Ultimate Hoop so far. Man, I mean, just, li- I, I didn't even notice, man. Just looking at the numbers, I mean, it, it's pretty amazing, to be honest with you. I didn't know. You know, you almost had you almost had you almost had five hundred threes for your career. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I don't even think I'm at a hundred yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's humbling to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. with the talent of players that's that's in the league throughout the nation. I mean, yeah. you know, I had a chance to play in Vegas mm-hmm. for the national tournament. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just to be, I know with some of the top guys, and I mean, it's, it's humbling to be honest with you. I didn't, I didn't know it was this. Yeah. I mean, I think it just adds to a pretty good resume you already have as a ball player. Um, and like I say, this league has, like, players, like yeah. elite players. Yeah. So I think when you in the top – if you're in the top third, let alone the top ten or anything, yeah. you know what I'm saying, percent-wise, like, I think that just says a lot about you in general. I mean, just your consistency. Because we've had guys who've played in this league multiple seasons, but we ain't necessarily had guys who played in this league multiple seasons and put up numbers. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's, a, like I said, a big shout-out to you and the kind of things that you've been doing here. And uh, I remember you told me, you know, about playing in the league, 
probably about a year ago, and you said you wanted to bring your team in or whatever. I come in the first game that you play here. I'm like, yo, this dude here, it's automatic. Yeah. On the three point line, <laughs> it's automatic. And like I said, just that level of consistency, 11%. Just, just keeping that up. And like I said, that's just a shout out to you. Just have playing with that level of consistency all this time. Yeah. Okay, so to be exact, you're in the 11th uh, percentile of the league. Thanks. That's dope. <laughs> okay. Uh, That's dope. Out of yeah. all the players, this is over 27,000 players. Yeah. Okay. Um, so describe for me, because uh, you've played in the past, you've played in, uh, in leagues past. Describe for me uh, your experience from uh, Lake Houston. I know we had the one league together that one season, but I know you've played in previous leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so think about previous leagues, not the most recent. Um, I mean, you were you up for MVP in that season, though. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, describe the previous leagues of Lake Houston versus uh, champions now. Obviously, the competition was better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, even when we had the league over there, and mm-hmm. I was coming over here doing two leagues, mm-hmm. I mean, the talent here was just always better. So I usually measured myself against the talent here or the talent in Sugar Land because Sugar Land has some. Yeah, 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 Don't get me started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You get through Sugar Land, you can hoop. Yeah, I, I seen it firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, Sugar Land. Don't get me started on Sugar Land because it's it's been so many NBA players come through that league. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing about them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I know. City Center. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah, City Center too. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We had the All Star games there. It was if you made the All Star game out of coming through, you know, Lake Houston yeah. here in City Center, and we was the weaker of the league at Lake Houston. So yeah. if you made it through there and you did your thing, then, you know, those guys showed you a lot of respect. Yeah. yeah. And you, if you look at it, um, just looking at the the, the attendance uh, in the gym, a regular night here, it's, it's pretty good. Mm. It's pretty decent. And then, uh, you know, we go over to Cypress. It's pretty decent. So just imagine uh, the city uh, city center, once we make that merge, uh, yeah. what it's going to look like in there. Because, yeah. like you said, the city championship is always um, – the the thing to watch. Speaking of the city championships, so <laughs> this is this is what I wanted to really talk about. Okay, so let's go ahead and ad- address the elephant in the room. Anthony, you're a two time champ. Uh, whether anyone wants to acknowledge it or not, uh, yeah. you guys are the defending champs here at Champions. Right. Um, so if if you guys were to defend your title this season. We will be having the city championship mm-hmm. in City Center. Now, currently, you play in both leagues. Right. Currently, over there in Cyprus, the G League, the G, the G League. Okay, Howard won't like that, but okay. Uh, the Kings of the North are the team over there. They're undefeated. Um, doesn't look like anyone's going to beat them. Looks like they're probably going to be the winner, but I don't know. I mean, one of their guys is leaving, so when they top dogs leaving, so I don't know. I mean, there's a chance that they might get upset, but I don't know. But if they were to take care of their business, we all know how the season ended uh, in the spring over here. Right. We all know. How sweet would it be for you personally to play Kings <laughs> of the North to know that there's no more running? No. This, 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 is, this is almost like Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao. There's, there ain't no more to What's the other word? Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua. There's no more running. This has to happen. Yeah, you got to play. You have to play. There's no wait until three weeks later. Yeah, there's none of that. Unless they want you to walk away with the trophy again. I mean, which is fine. I mean, I'm sure you're not bad at that. 
How so? How satisfying is it for you to want to play those guys again? You man, you have no idea how much, <laughs> how much I want to play them guys. Just simply because, you know, a couple guys on their team talk real reckless, man. Yeah. And I understand when you playing in the G League over yeah. there, at the table, yeah. you can talk that way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's like if I brought my team over there. Yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't talk as much, but. Right. We all know what happened. We run through that like, yeah. you know, hot Indian food on the back. We're going to do it. Shout out to Cypress, man. Shout out to Cypress. No disrespect. I mean, the guys can hoop. I'm just, let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Shout, out to, shout out to Ben Stiller. Yeah. Love came follow. The, the level of talent there is, is much different than the level of talent here. Right. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, across, like I said, Kings of the North, they're a good team. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But who they playing against? I mean, they were honestly free. Didn't Astro Thunder go over something? They they're not gonna win a game. They're gonna go over seven. Okay, well they'll be the fourth team in the league. <laughs> yes, they will. They absolutely will. I didn't even think about that. They absolutely will. Um, who else we got? Unrestricted free agents. Yeah, that's and us. that's y'all. Y'all. I mean, y'all not that bad actually. And I, we they only beat us. We played them. Because they full squad. And it was a back to back game. It was a close game to the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. Right, yeah. Guys just faded. Yeah. yeah. It was a back to back. It was a tight game. Yeah. It was a tight game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, Anthony. So here's the fun part. Um, give me your top five. Give me your all time uh, Lake Houston Live team. Give me your starting five. Out of all the teams you've played on, give me your top five. From position, from position. Guard, 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 forward, forward. Or guard, guard, forward, forward, center. Who I will put on my team? Yes, your team. You can pick the okay. team. And if you want to include yourself, you can. If you don't want no, to, would, to make it I'm easier. Not, yeah. yeah, you can do that. I would I would definitely take Mackey. I like Mackey. Mackey at the point? Yeah, i take Mackey. He was on your team? No. No, no, I'm talking about just, just, just just Lake, Houston. Lake Houston. Yeah. Lake Houston team. Oh, okay. Uh, I think all the teams you played on were Lake Houston. got to take Danny. Danny at the five? Danny at the four. At the four? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Big Pat at the five. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Big Pat at the five. That dude was a monster. Uh, Eddie at the two. Okay. She'll be on my wing. Okay. Okay. And point guard? And my point guard, I'd have to go with... Uh, Barbosa's little brother Josh, he played with us over at Lake Houston. Okay. Nice. I tried to get him this year, but schedules conflicted. Yeah. But I, I we, I, we, I, I got two additions for, uh, for our team next season. Uh-oh. I'm not gonna say a word. Yeah, no. Okay. Last chance for a six man, so so no one to feel like they got snubbed. <laughs> This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> uh, six man. All time. You know who was solid for us that I wish we could have kept? Big Rob? Up? No, Cam. Oh, Cam. Cam, okay. Cam, okay. Cam, Cam, okay. Cam, Cam was hella solid for us, man. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, between Ant's teams and uh, this King of the North talk. Uh, <laughs> very good segment. Yes, to run with uh, for this week, most definitely, man. Yes. Okay, let's move on to our last topic of the day. That's my best.
All right, time for our In the News segment. Um, we got three topics we're going to talk about. First, uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Uh, one, of my, one of my friends on Facebook, he said, Dak is on that yak. Because uh, <laughs> he, wants, he wants $40 million. He turned down a $30 million offer from the Cowboys, and it says reportedly he's seeking $40 million. Now, my initial thought was, okay, this is a negotiating battle. Yeah. They go 30, we go 40, we probably meet yeah, at 35. Yeah. But what if he really wants 40? Let's just say hypothetically he really wants 40. Is he worth 40 million? No. And the thing about that is, being that he's a quarterback, he's protected more than anybody in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. To him, that's an easy 30 million. Yeah. I'd have signed that contract yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's making. He's set to make two million this year. Right, and not including what the signing bonus is. Right. Yeah, because he get that right away. Yeah, uh, you know, thirty mil direct deposit. That's yes, right. absolutely. Yeah, I, I look as I'm not gonna tell him not to go get his money. If he if he could get forty million, why not? Yeah, per se, is he worth forty million? Probably not. It ain't probably number maybe two people who worth that much, if even them. Who? You know and. Maybe Brady, maybe Rodgers. Maybe. And that's amazing. I, I can't say Brady's worth that much now because he's so old now. But Now, but, Brady at 34, yes, absolutely. But see, think about the 40 mil. When, when I think about that, if I'm making that kind of investment, just as, as a, from the business standpoint, if I own the team, I'm thinking about the 40 mil of, yeah, you helping us win, but you also, your market value in the sense of, well, the money you bring in from worldwide sales because of who you are. Yeah. Like, Odell's very popular, so I'm going to get Odell 40 million. But yeah. if Odell was a quarterback, I'll consider being like he, he's good enough to have 40 mil because well, uh, uh, he brings me money yeah. and we cannot even be good. Yeah. You no, know, he brings the Giants money and they weren't even good last year. Right. They but weren't. On the other they side suck. of that, the only reason Dak is who he is is because of that story. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's the reverse side well, of it. Yeah. Dak actually is bigger than what he probably is because he plays for the Cowboys. Yeah. Exactly. If he was on another team, he wouldn't. Let's be real, y'all. In that caliber of quarterback. Dak's not that guy. I mean, uh, can we address that point? Like, you're not that guy. Okay, yeah, the quarterback uh, market is really high right now, and yeah. I think Kirk Cousins really set the market yeah. when he kept accepting the franchise tag, and that kind of drove it up. And then now everybody's like, dang. And he doesn't win. Dang, Kirk, appreciate that. Yeah. And he got guaranteed money. Yeah. He got guaranteed money. Now he got guaranteed. He, he, got, he signed the first uh, contract that was worth $84 million guaranteed. And we, guaranteed. and we was like, are, are we serious? Yeah. And then now right. guys are getting $100 million guaranteed. So yeah. it's just driving up and up. So Dak – is he worth forty million? Absolutely not. Is he worth forty for maybe one year? I maybe, but I'm not paying him that every year. And, and see, this is the hard part about it. He's driving that price up. A guy like Dak. Mm-hmm. So what's going to make it happen in two years? It's going to be Deshaun Watson yep. has coming up on a deal. Yep. And he'll look at it and be like, the Cowboys I'm, gave Dak forty million. I'm better than him. Clearly, I'm clearly yep. better than him. I need fifty million a year. And it's going to kill your salary cap. <laughs> well, the salary cap is going up every it's going, year. It's going up every year. Yeah. Which thank is, which thank is, God. Yeah. But, I mean, it, which is, all this is going to do is going to cause a, another strike in the next year or two. Yeah, because the owners is like, man, we're we giving out too much money. Yeah, we're giving out too much money. And the players like, we're not getting enough. And we're not getting a portion of all, all around sales. Honestly, man, they're not giving them enough money away because they don't, they don't take care of their players. I mean, given it is a 53-man roster, yeah, yeah. you got to pay more people. But man, some of them guys' contracts yeah. that I, oh, yeah. you tell me these some of these guys get paid week to week, and if they get cut, that's it. That's yeah, it. yeah, they're done. 
I hope you say something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not that guaranteed money. Yes, sir. But I say Melo sitting at home right now on no team is still gonna seven million dollars next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's straight. It's just guaranteed money so, like this. I'm pretty sure Gilbert Arenas is still getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, uh, Antonio Brown. Um, he's been in the news a lot lately. Um, his latest antics have been about his helmet. Uh, he says that he doesn't like his helmet and he's willing to to retire. hold out and retire right. because they won't give him his uh, previous helmet. What do you make of this, Sean? I I, I think it's a little strange. Um, well, you know, Brady said the same thing. Yeah, Brady's been trying to hold on to his for a while. Brady said he's not he's not a fan of the new helmet. Yeah. He's not a fan, but is he? He's not retiring. He's not bucking the system. Yeah. But I mean, it is his head. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I mean, if I'm if I'm on a motorcycle. Yeah. And I got this specific helmet that I like. Yeah. And then you trying to put me in another helmet. Man, this is my head. Yeah. He'd already had his head cracked a couple times yeah. with yeah. that helmet. So imagine if he put on a helmet that he don't like and he get his head cracked. Yeah. Did we talk about his feet last week? No, we didn't. We didn't? No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he. That's not, that's not the only. <laughs> he's got issues. I, I put it like this. Common sense ain't common. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to leave $30 million on the table because of a helmet. Time. He ain't got that much money. Saved. I I don't think he may he because he, he he's done some other stuff that I didn't think he would do either. But I don't think he's gonna leave thirty million dollars on the table for a helmet. But like Ann said, it is his head. So is there a reason for concern? Is it reason to take him serious? Yes. And he's been a little century. Yeah. And he might have sh- be showing early signs of a little CTE as is. He's been doing <laughs> he some really be. weird he stuff over the last he year. Might be. He might be showing some early signs. He had the thing where he threw the bed off the 18th floor and almost hit a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he had that situation. The dying of the hair. The, yeah, uh, the mustache, too. Yeah, the the whole thing with Big Ben. Tell him, man, he's crying out for help. Yeah, he is. He's he, you know, something going on. You know, so he's done a lot of weird then, stuff. And then now his feet. Now, yeah, the, 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 the feet. No, what's wrong with you? I, I haven't heard about nobody getting a frostbite on their feet. <laughs> Not a person that has money. <laughs> like, dude, it, it, it costs, what, $50 to go to get a pedicure at the most? What's wrong I with mean, you? I mean, it's frostbite, but still, like, it, it, it's just weird. But you know how he got the frostbite? Yeah, he went, didn't he go to, like, a cryogenic, uh... And then put the socks on. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, when you go to a, yeah. a cryogenic chamber, they give you a mittens for your hands yes. and your feet. Yes, yes. He didn't have the socks on. That's the reason why? That's why he got frostbite. Extreme frostbite. What was he trying to do? Trying to preserve his feet, like I want that to be ice too. I don't know, man. He, hey, man. But I say he, but again, he, he come on. I, I, it's not a nice thing to say, but you know, he, he might have some early signs of some CTE. <laughs> yeah, I think I you're on to something. And shot. we might need to pay attention to it because like, Aaron Hernandez showing little things like this too. We just completely looked over. Yeah, we're like he's a great athlete. Yeah, you know I'm saying he ain't the murderous people. So, <laughs> so you know, we might need to you know just kind of watch his behavior going forward. Okay. All right, our, our last topic, um, the NCAA, they reversed uh, the requirements on, uh, on, on for, for agents. Uh, before, it was a ridiculous uh, three requirements. They said something about a bachelor's degree. You had to have degree, three years of experience. Of yeah. experience. You had to take the test in Indianapolis to pass. Yes. Right. Um, they since then backtracked on that. Uh, it's been known as what, the Richie Paul rule? The Rich Paul rule. <laughs> Obviously, because Rich Paul is... Uh, exerting his dominance in the league as one of the most powerful agents, and uh, apparently the NCAA, which is not in the NBA, uh, doesn't like it. I, I, to me, I'm not understanding. I think it does. It does. Uh, it does reverse back to the time where 
uh, he convinced the player to go overseas and make a million dollars. Right. Or was it was it an internship? It was somebody internship. Intern. Yeah, yeah, the internship with uh New with New Balance opposed to going to college. Right. They didn't like that. Yeah. Because he's taking away money that they can be generating right. off that player's back for him to profit himself and then uh then eventually go to the league. So they didn't like that and now they were trying to fire back. Obviously they made a huge mistake. Uh, since then, all the analysts and NBA players have, uh, have given them all types of backlash, and now they're trying to retract from their statements. Yeah, but the, the thing I find interesting about that also is, you know, it's, Darius basically wasn't the only guy to do that. Do that, yeah. Because a couple RJ guys just yeah. signed a deal to go to Australia. Yep. Lamelo Ball's going to Australia. Australia. Yep. Who are these guys, Asian? Why are those guys wasn't why are those guys not held to the same standards as Rich Paul? Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, is that what you mean? I mean, I think it's more so. NCAA has the foresight to see that it's a control thing, mm-hmm. and before they lose total control, they're trying to while they can get some control back, and they don't like mainly one guy. They see this one guy or this one group basically mm-hmm. that has a lot of control. And they're gonna they're trying to put their foot down now before it gets quote unquote out of hand. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. And it's power struggle, and that's why they're fighting back because they don't want to relieve any of their control. Yeah, other end, the players or Rich Paul in this instance. Well, I believe in the next CBA agreement they will, uh, they will have the the uh, where you can go to the draft straight out of high school. Yeah, I agree. Because even even with the G League right now, I mean you got you got guys that can. You know, that's top high school players. Know the G League now make hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. So what's the point? So I go to co- like this. <laughs> said, "Y'all, want, I got to go to college to get to the NBA," and he didn't even go to college. He was just enrolled at LSU. Yeah, he wasn't going to class. <laughs> that's fact. For real, he wasn't going to class. <laughs> get all <laughs> else. So how you get out of that first semester, man? He just. They, uh, what do you mean? LSU, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. LSU has been known over the years. It's like <laughs> his, his, his requirements. Hey, can you just write this paragraph for me? And then I'll, I'll go ahead and pass you. Let us know you can read and write. <laughs> I didn't say that, guys. You know <laughs> I said it. <laughs> okay, uh, so, so last thing. I did... Uh, I did think that Chris Broussard, he, he made uh, a very interesting, uh, uh, not proclamation, or what's the word I'm looking for, uh, proposal. He made an interesting uh, proposal, uh, and I think this was what ultimately made the NCAA back off. He said that uh, since the NCAA wants to act like that uh, towards Rich Paul, he felt like it was racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I second that notion, um, that the, the up coming athletes should, you know, instead of going to like a Duke or, you know, Florida State or uh, Ohio State, they should go to a HBCU. And if that were to happen, because if you if you recall back in the day, that's how it was in football. Um, Jerry Rice went to Mississippi Valley. Yeah. Michael Strahan went to Texas Southern. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the profound great athletes, they went to HBCUs. Yeah. So if that were to happen now, and you could take it back further. Yeah. When uh, with coaching Texas, as well. Yeah. When Texas Wesleyan, which is now Utah, yeah, beat yeah. Kentucky in the final. Yeah. They sure did. All black team. All black yeah. team. Yeah. So if that were to happen now, if we just you said, you know what, I don't care how much money you put under the table for me, because that's that's the only reason why I can think they would do that. Um, if that were to happen now, it would be a problem. It'd be a big problem. <laughs> it'd be a huge problem. Not for the NCAA because, you know. Uh, Heck, 
Jackson State, all those those are D one schools. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not they're D one. Yeah. So yeah, Prairie D one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even double A, double A for football. Football. For yeah. basketball, they're D one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if that were to happen, the big schools would have a big problem. Okay. Not the NCAA. The big schools. And the big schools are the ones that generate all the money. So all that money they're making every year that they're counting on, ugh. That's gonna be tough. And if I so they know better. What I knew now, I would have went to an HBCU. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did, but I didn't play ball. Yeah. If, I, <laughs> so. if I knew then, if I knew now what I knew then, I would have definitely played at HBCU. Yeah. Okay. Well, great show. Uh, episode one hundred thirteen, guys. I mean, this was a lot of fun, but man, we got a lot more playoffs. fun coming for this playoffs on playoffs. Tuesday. It's tomorrow. Yes. People don't realize it's tomorrow. Yes, it's tomorrow. I got a game tomorrow. Yeah. You got a game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh. One of us might not win. One of, we, we both <laughs> might win. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. might be talking about this uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going we might We might meet in the finals. Man, We're on the opposite summer. sides of the bracket. Yeah. This summer went by fast, man. It yeah. did. It did. God, leaders went by fast. I actually think the league made it go by faster for us. It always yeah. does. <laughs> it always does. It makes yeah. the years go faster, honestly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so episode 113 in the books. Uh, I'm Johnny Gill with Sean and Anthony. We're out. <laughs>